Hi, Simon. Oh, hi, Joe. Okay, we're connected. You're listening to Nightlight. Once again on this special End Time edition of Nightlight, we're connecting with End Time Joe of endtimeinfo.com, who's speaking to us over Skype from Budapest in Hungary. Always nice to have you back with us on the show, Joe. Well, thank you again, Simon, for having me back on your show. End Time News and Views. Joe, it's not been so long since we did the last show together in which we were talking about some of the posts on your endtimeinfo.com website. But gosh, so much has happened since then. Yes, uh, Simon, you know, just like in uh, Matthew 24-7, Jesus said, you know, for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. And uh, in, uh, I think it's in uh, Luke, it's also described as great earthquakes in diverse places. Jesus said this would be like the birth pangs, that these signs of the times would increase, and also the intensity of them would increase. And this is what we're seeing happen. The birth pangs are definitely increasing. And of course, the, the threat of war, uh, the threat of uh, disasters, not only in America with their big fault lines, the Madrid, New Madrid fault line, the... Uh, increase of earthquakes in California and the Northwest Pacific Caseta subduction zone, they're all preparing for a major disaster that we've, we haven't seen in America. And not only there, but just around the world, around the ring of fire. There's just so much uh, earthquake activity and volcanic activity, and it's increasing, and, and people are seeing this. And of course, uh, you know, the situation in the economy, which we'll get into further in one of the topics, but uh, the signs of the time, Simon, are increasing. And any person who studies Bible prophecy are seeing the increase and are realizing that time is, is, seems to be moving quicker and faster with all these major uh, events and disasters and wars.
which is where we're speaking to Joseph Kandel over Skype. And that song was recorded oh, around 15 to 20 years ago, as are all the songs that I'm going to play you on Nightlight today. And I was looking through my song library for end time related songs that I haven't played on the show before. And I came across about 10 songs from that era of the late 1990s. And they're great songs, unique also, because I don't know of any other Christian ministry that has so many songs or even any songs directly related to end time Bible prophecy. Well, I've got lots of them that I've collected over the years, and you're going to enjoy some of the older ones on today's show that are still extremely timely and relevant to current events that we see happening all around us in the world right now. We have a guest tonight on Nightlight. Joe, our listeners will have to excuse us because we don't have the best quality and connection for your interview this time. But let's get to the first of the topics that you wanted to discuss on Nightlight today, which is about the rise of Satanism in the U.S., I believe. Yes, Simon. Uh, what they want to do, uh, uh, Satanists, they, they've contacted nine public school districts across the United States. 
in most uh, high schools and colleges they have a, you know what they call a good news club and it's uh, students who are you know they believe in Jesus and they have uh, Bible study groups now what the Satanist club wants to do they they want to start doing the same thing and have the same privileges and rights to be able to hold meetings after you know after colleges or high schools you know, of course, after school, you can't do this during the school. So this is so this is what they're trying to do, and uh, they're the, the Satanists. What they're they're targeting Utah, New York, Massachusetts, Arizona, Minnesota, Louisiana, and Florida. And another thing they're trying to do, uh, Simon, uh, they're trying to erect a, a satanic temple in Oklahoma capital. Like in the Oklahoma capital, they have a Ten Commandments monument, and now the Satanist group they want to install an eight and a half foot tall bronze statue of, of Satan at there, and they also are seeking to do the same thing outside of the Arkansas State House, which they're also ha trying to set up the Ten Commandments monument, which has been proposed there as well. So what we're seeing here, Simon, we're see seeing uh, the rise of these satanic groups to fight the Christian groups. You know, it's like we're seeing the early stages in America where the, you know, the 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 Antichrist forces are rising up to counteract the the Christian forces. There, sort of like making war against the saints. You know, it's like they're laying the groundwork to bring in more darkness in America and more Satanism and the occult and and uh, to try to wipe out uh, uh, Christianity there in America. So war is being waged there at, you know, during this point of time. We want the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth.
told the truth Do or die It was his love and the life he lived That tore the cloak off the As I said earlier, all the songs on the show today are from around 20 years ago. And if you think that the style is a bit dated, well, it is. But there's still great songs and of great relevance to what we see happening in the world today. It's never completely dark when you're listening to Nightlight. Joe, the next topic on our list is vaccinations. And gosh, this is something that really upsets me because it has affected and will still affect and inflict so many many children needlessly with autism yes i mean uh, it's a it's a major problem uh in uh, in the united states and europe uh what is happening is uh, perfectly healthy kids are getting these uh, vaccinations, you know, they're usually combined with, you know, measles and chicken pox and, you know, all these various uh, uh, childhood diseases. And what's happening after they get these shots, many of the, uh, whether babies or young people, they're coming down with uh, autism. Gosh. And uh, even uh, the famous actor, Robert De Niro, his son was you know perfectly well no problems no health problems and then uh, after he received you know uh, the shots uh, vaccinations his son came down with autism gosh and uh, he uh, did a a documentary on this and which was uh, very exposing to the medical profession and these vaccinations and um, the show was his his documentary was supposed to be shown at the Keynes Festival in France this this past summer. Right. But at the last minute, it was canceled. I'm sure he maybe got some warnings, and a lot of pressure was probably put on him, where he had to back down. But if, having said that, we don't know exactly why it got canceled. Right. But uh, another interesting thing, uh, Simon, there are a lot of uh, what they call holistic. Uh, medical doctors and uh, their their vision and goal is to use natural means you know uh, things from plants and you know they know how to treat many of the diseases through natural means now interesting point here Simon is that since uh, June 2015 there have been deaths of over 50 holistic medical doctors man and and the consensus there and why this happened is because they were danger. They were dangerous to the big drug companies. 
And these deaths that happened were like murder, you know, so-called people committing suicide, oh, natural causes, accidental, and even freak accidents. And, and so a lot of these are still under investigation, but the point is, is that 50 people from that particular holistic medicine who study it and have, you know, where it's a lot cheaper and you don't have the side effects, you have that many people uh, that have been killed so far. Man. And uh, also another thing that came out a f uh, few months ago, well, you know, back in the 50s and 60s, they had the, you know, they, they had a so-called breakthrough with polio, and they had what they called the SALK, that's spelled S-A-L-K, oral pills, you know. So everybody in the 50s and 60s were taking this to fight uh, polio, but now through, you know, now at this point in time, the, the medical professionals are learning that by taking that, a lot of people are coming down with cancer now because of that polio sock oral, uh, oral pills. Gosh, Joe, I mean, how evil is that? I mean, I think of my own dear children that they could have been handicapped for the rest of their lives if they'd taken this shot and that drug companies would do this knowingly and afflict hundreds of thousands of children, handicapping them for the rest of their lives just to make profit and to enrich themselves. My God, it's just unbelievable. And are these shots compulsory in the U.S., Joe? Yes, it, uh, yeah, it's pretty compulsory. Like, I, for example, yes, it is, Simon. And in California, they're, they're making it mandatory that any child that goes to school will have to have these shots. Gosh. And, uh, you know, when I was growing up, when you were growing up, there, you know, we didn't have to have the shots. I just, the only shot, I remember getting, drinking, the, uh, having the polio shot, you know, and I remember having a, uh, a few other shots, but not like what they do now, you know, that I didn't have a measles shot, at, you know, and chicken pox and a lot of these things that they were giving when we were young. Uh, or the whooping cough shot, I didn't have that. The bottom line is if you get the measles, you get chicken pox, you know, 99% of the people get over it and then they become immune to it. Right. But by giving these shots, I mean, it's, it, it's causing kids to be autism, given, and it's, it's having a major effect. And even girls, they get this uh, cervical shot, you know, against cervical cancer. Really? And so many healthy girls who've got this shot around the world, they've, they've become, you know, they're having seizures, and, and uh, you know, some of them are being crippled and bedridden because of having to give a cervical shot, which the governments are promoting, to, that all young girls should get these shots but a high percentage of, of girls that have got these shots it, it's ruined their life oh, it's ruined man. their health i've seen documentaries and and recordings of girls who were perfectly healthy got these cervical shots you know basically their life you know is not the way it used to be they don't have a good quality of life just because of those simple shots so just yesterday simon i read that i don't remember the name uh, of the uh, painkiller, but it's a natural, there's a plant that's natural, and it's, and it's very good for uh, killing pain. It's like God's natural remedy. And because it is so effective that they're going to put they're going to put that plant into a, a dangerous category, oh, so you man. cannot get it. In other words, it'd be against the law to have this very cheap, simple plant to fight very extreme pain. So that just shows you anything that's natural, anything that can be done cheaper. The pharmaceutical companies they will attack it, they will stop it, they will use their financial wealth to keep their drugs 
you know, on on the market. Horrible. So it, yeah, it's it's really sad. It's not about help, Simon. It's about profits, and that's a very sad thing. Well, Joe, more than sad, it's absolutely diabolically evil. Sure, Simon. It, it definitely is, and th- there'll be a day of reckoning for these people who have pushed that. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to reap what they have sowed. You know, so you know God's keeping score of all that's going on in the world, and, and everybody's got a score scorecard. So people who are pushing this, they're, one day they're going to meet their maker, and they're going to be very, very sorry for what they've done. Nightlight, keeping you in tune with the times. Well, here's another oldie that I haven't heard for a long, long time, and I think it's very appropriately named after what we just heard. It's called Pity the Innocents.
You're listening to an international edition of Nightlight, shining God's love light to the world. And yes, you're with an international edition of Nightlight. This is another in our special End Time series. I'm talking with Joseph Candell, also known as End Time Joe of endtimeinfo.com, about some of the latest current events that are happening in the news. And we have a list of 10 topics to cover. We've only done two of them, and we're halfway through the show. So for sure, we're going to have to have a part two to this program on the next Nightlight show. Nightlight Insights. Joe, let's turn our attention to the world economy. We still haven't had the great predicted crash yet, but it does seem that the bubble has stretched about as far as it can possibly go. Well, yeah, Simon. Uh, what what a lot of uh, top economists like uh, David Stockman and, and many other reliable and not conspiracy type people are, are coming out and saying, what they see happening is we're seeing a, a replay or a rerun of the crash of 2008. But this one would be a lot worse, right? Yeah, yes, exactly, Simon. It, they say it's going to be a lot worse because what they did then, uh, what they call quantitative easing, the the central banks, what they did, all the banks that lost money and could have went bankrupt and closed, well, the central banks, uh, what they did is just printed money and gave it to the uh, banksters, and so they—that's uh, what saved saved the day. But uh, what financial experts are saying now, they they cannot do that, you know. So we're seeing a repeat. It's like you know the big short. You know, we talked about this uh, recently in one of our last show, your last shows, and right. it's a good movie to see what happened then. And we're seeing a repeat. But like you say, Simon, this is going to be a lot worse. And so economists are saying there there's going to be a big economic meltdown, and they you know the central bank banks printed money to to stave off the crash of 2008 and you look at Venezuela the chaos that is going there their their financial situation they've had a major crash yes. and people are stealing dogs and cats and horses and they kill them and they eat them Gosh. and people have to stand in long lines 10 12 14 hours to try to get food there are roving gangs you know going around trying to get food so that that's the kind of a situation we could see possibly happening all over the world you know, so what we're seeing is a, a crisis is rapidly un- unfolding here. Even uh, Donald Trump, you know, he said he himself said that he's already gotten out of the stock market and that he foresees a very scary scenarios ahead for for investors. Yes. Also, too, Simon, uh, you know, Deutsche Bank admits that they're preparing for a market crash. And, they're, and people are wanting to get their physical gold. And Dutchie Bank says, well, we can't give it to you. Uh-huh. You know, people want to get control of their gold because of the economic crisis they see coming. And they say the Switzerland Credit Suisse is in serious trouble. And uh, also the Italian banks are on the verge of collapse. And, of course, we already had mentioned in, what I think, one of your first shows of this year that the Royal Bank of Scotland, they told their rich investors at the beginning of the year to dump their stocks. Right. You're, you know, you're right, Simon. We, we really can't predict when this will happen. Okay, I, I read just, just two days ago, I heard a, a radio show, In Time Program, and the guy who was on, he was quoting somebody. I forgot the guy's name, but he said that uh, he was 
suggesting the possibility that September 30th, that the dollar would get a big kick down. This particular uh, investor economist had actually, they say he has connections to the CIA. You know, then Austria's unit credit shares, you know, they've plunged almost 10%. So, you know, you see the banks are again in big trouble, just like they were in 2008. You know, but this time they're not going to be able to bail them out. But the thing is, Simon, and this is as we talk about the economic crisis that's coming, well, it's already here. And as we and as it continues to unfold, and we see and we see a major economic crash happen again, maybe on the same uh, style as 1929. But what has come out in the last week, Simon, which is very very important, is that the German government. The Czech government, which is this is this information is also spread to uh, Hungary and uh, the Swiss government, and even the United States. Now they're telling their citizens, their populations, to stock food, stockpile food and water for use in a national emergency. The Gosh. citizens are advised to store enough food for them for at least. 10 days because initially a, a disaster might put national emergency services beyond reach. That is a very heavy statement, Simon. Also, even the American government, they're telling their population that they need to be able to find their way to a FEMA camp in case of a disaster in their communities. And they're also war warning Americans to be prepared. And they're telling them, look, you can't depend on the government for everything. And here is a, here's a quote from Obama. He stated, it's every citizen's responsibility to be prepared for a disaster. That means taking proactive steps like having an evacuation plan and having a fully stocked disaster supply kit. So my question is, what do they know that we don't know? Obviously, they know something is coming, something big is coming. You know, with a warning like that, it's very, very important to, for all of us to take that warning to heed. Because in the past, Simon, when an when a end-time Christian said, okay, or a prepper, they call them, you guys need to have a, you know, a place out in the country, or you need to have food, water, medicine. You need to have a stock up you know, for three to six months. And, oh, these guys are conspiracy theories. You know? they're, they're, you know, they're wackos. They're crazy. You know, and there was a lot of degrading of, of preppers and end-time Christians who believe in the end-time, who wanted to prepare, you know, to survive an economic storm or war or disasters or whatever. But now the governments themselves are coming out and said, hey, man, you guys better be ready for some sort of disaster, some sort of collapse. Of course, Simon, you know, the question begs to be asked, well, what's going to happen? Well, I think that there's a high probability, uh, because of what the economists are saying, that it sounds like there's going to be another uh, major economic uh, crisis coming, which can very much affect the world. So we have the economic situation. Of course, you have, uh, uh, as we, you know, as we do this show, there's 40,000 troop, Russian troops off the coast of uh, uh, Ukraine. And, of course, we have the conflict in the Middle East that can explode as well. So, you know, we could also experience war. What if Russia and Ukraine go to war and NATO, which is, we're talking Eastern Europe, Western Europe, you know, counteract the, you know, they get involved in the war with Russia, Ukraine, and Crimea. You know, this whole thing could, you know, next thing you know, we have Russian tanks in uh, Eastern and Western Europe, you know. So, there, there's just, and then, of course, with the, as we talked at the beginning of your show, with the, the potential for disasters, like we just had that big quake 
quake in Italy. You know, uh, they're expecting a major disaster through quakes in the United States and and all over the world. There's the seismic activities on the rise, so they're saying to get ready. So something big is happening. It's just what and when. It's not if, but what and when. You know, or it could be accumulation of things happening where, you know, I've said so many times on your program, you know, the, the globalists are going to use war, economic collapse, disasters, and terrorism or the threat of terrorism to bring on chaos and confusion so they can bring in their world government or some call it the new world order.
Another oldie there. I recognize the voice of Emmanuel Gilligan and the title of that song, When the Lights Go Out. The light is always on with Nightlight. Nightlight. You're tuned in to Nightlight. Well, Joe, since we were last on air together, a lot has happened in the news, including Brexit, which we're going to talk about. And also a lot's been happening in Turkey. Let's start with Turkey. Well, I think the most important thing that I see the possibility of here is that Turkey, because of this, you know, coup d'etat that they they tried to overthrow the president, is that, again, looking back to uh, Ezekiel chapter 38. Now, if you remember, I think uh, the first show we did this year was uh, Russia and the Middle East, and we talked about, uh, you know, how Russia, uh, when they came into uh, the Middle East uh, to help Syria against ISIS, how Russia is planning their power and their uh, military right there in the Middle East. And we talked about how in Ezekiel 38, that Magog, which many Bible prophecy students believe is represents Russia there, and Gog being the AC. Of course, we don't know who Gog is at this point in time, who or who the AC is. But the point was, is that Russia influence on the world stage is growing enormously through their, uh, you know, they got their number one oil exporter in the world. They got the most sophisticated military technology that has superseded the United States. So obviously, it looks like Magog, Russia's playing the Ragog, a Magog role. Now, in that, in the uh, prophecy, uh, talking about the nations that will align with Russia, it says Persia. Okay, Persia is Iran, which is already aligned with Russia. They have military, uh, an alliance. They have you know trade between them, and they're getting closer and closer. It also mentions Ethiopia and Libya, which you can very easily say Libya will uh, eventually connect to Russia, and then Russia might even be helping them as well now, although you don't hear this in the news. And all of them with shield helm. And then it says, it goes on and say in verse 6, Ezekiel 38, 6, Gomer and all his bands and the house of Pagmara of the north quarters and all his bands and many people with thee. Now, the interesting point here, Simon, is many Bible students, end time Bible students, believe that Pagmara is referring to Turkey. And all of a sudden, Turkey, who's been in NATO for many years, they've been aligned with the United States basically overnight because of this coup. They are now siding with Russia. It sounds like they're going to get out of NATO and they're going to join the Russian alliance. So here we might be seeing the beginnings of Turkey moving away from the U.S., moving away from NATO, and joining the Russia alliance, which is setting the stage for a future scenario where Russia will lead these countries and invade Israel in, in the latter days during the, in time. So we might be seeing another country going in, in that direction, making that move. So now we see Turkey possibly joining the Russia alliance. And when it says Togmar on all his bands, we're talking here about Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Pakistan, Uzbekistan, those were, you know, part of, you know, used to be part of Turkey. So you have them joining the alliance with Russia, and they're already in, uh, they already do have an economic alliance with Russia as well now, and uh, China's part of it as well. 
that's another major change there in that part of the world, which could have significant fulfillment or future fulfillment of Ezekiel chapter 38 if Togmara is indeed Turkey. You know, Joe, I think President Erdogan is convinced that the U.S. and Europe, who he thought were his allies, actually supported the coup and were disappointed when it didn't succeed. And now he's mended bridges with Russia and has been visiting President Putin. You're absolutely right, Simon. That's exactly uh, what has happened. And uh, even another thing that's come out now, Russia, uh, a while back after this happened, they were pressing Turkey for the access of their key air base in, in Turkey. And this used to be used by the U.S. And actually the U.S. had something like uh, 50 U.S. nuclear warheads stored at this base. But from what I and they were concerned that, you know, the Turks could take those, uh, you know, war, nuclear warheads and then, of course, put in, in the, the hands of somebody else, which would be very dangerous. But from what I last heard, that, um, that the U.S. is moving now their nukes out of uh, the Turkish uh, air base that they were using and moving those nukes to Romania. So now Russia may also have a, a base, another base to work out of. And another, another important point that happened during this time is that uh, Russia was using an Iranian air base as well. Before they were doing all their, you know, from uh, their aircraft carriers and there were some of the, their bombers were flying all the way from Russia uh, to Syria, do their bombings, drop their load and then come back to Russia. But Iran was letting them use uh, their naval base to... Um, attack the uh, ISIS rebels and ISIS are losing a lot of ground very quickly because of because of Russia's help you know Russia being a guard now into these nations just like Ezekiel 38 has said shining bright in the dark night you're listening to nightlight Joe let's get on to Brexit Britain's surprise decision to exit the European Union what's your take on that well, yes, Simon, uh, again, uh, going back to uh, Ezekiel uh, chapter 38 with the uh, Turkey coup. Okay, we covered that, the alliance with Russia. Now in the Brexit, uh, okay, uh, England, you know, came out of the NATO. Now this could also be a possible scenario. And I'm saying possible here because a lot of this stuff, we have to have it play out more to make sure the countries that we're talking about are indeed connected. Yes. In Revelation, I'm sorry, Ezekiel uh, 38, verse 13, it talked about those who are going to go against the Russian invasion of Israel, along with the, the nations we just uh, listed from verse 5 and 6. It says here in Ezekiel 38, verse 13, it says, Sheba and Dedan and the merchants of Tarshish with all the young lions thereof. Now, Tarshish, by many Bible students, uh, in time Bible students, believe that Tarshish is referring to England. Right. And uh, with all the young lions thereof, well, the young lions of England is, of course, United States, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Yes. And they will object to this invasion by Israel. So I think the point that needs to be asked, well, is this a, a move towards that direction where, where England is sort of pulling out of they pulled out of the European Union and is this leading the way for them to play their role in the end time as Tarshish or England who who uh, goes against along with America along with New Zealand and Canada they they object they go against the invasion of Israel by Russia and their allies so this is I think this is a possibility just how we saw Turkey going into Russians camp we maybe see 
uh, Tarsh is pulling away there. Right. So we'll have to see how that will play out. Looking on a global scale, of course, always the question is, well, you know, <clears throat> we do know there's a very powerful global silly group that, you know, call the shots on the world stage. Right. You know, the globalists could have stopped this from happening if they really wanted to. So makes me wonder, well, why did they allow England to leave? You know, what's, what's the scenario? What's their plan by them doing that? I guess time will tell. But the thing is, you have other nations like the Netherlands, I think Austria, Denmark are all talking about uh, maybe voting and follow Britain's footsteps to get out of the European Union. And even here in Hungary, the debate is going on as well, where they might hold a referendum to see if they want to pull out of uh, out of the EU. Yes. So anyway, it's something to watch. And obviously, the globalists must have a plan. I don't think it caught them by surprise. I The way they, George Soros, who's Hungarian, who's like the whipping boy of the globalists, he kind of already knew that they, they, would, they would win. This is what's come out in the news. So... Anyway, it's a situation to continue to keep our eyes on and see how things further develop, not only in England, but the rest of the European Union. Well, another thing to keep our eye on is how it unfolds in the U.S. presidential election, Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton. I'll be interested to hear your take on that, Joe. Uh, But first, another song dug deep from my archives. This is from Jeremy Spencer, the greatest hours are yet to come.
Interviewee this week has once again been Joseph Kandel, also known as End Time Joe, speaking to us from Budapest in Hungary. I apologize, our quality hasn't been the best this week, but we'll try to do better next time. But Joe, we have clearly been able to understand everything that you've been sharing with us. And it's always great to get your take on things, on current events. Something that's very current right now is the US presidential elections. What's your what's your views on that? Well, Simon, this is, this, is a, this is a very difficult call, of course, and we can't just run to a Bible scripture and say, you know, this is in the Bible, because you can't. So, of course, there's many different scenarios and options, and in my personal opinion, and this is my opinion, and I, want, and I could be totally wrong, but if, if Trump is not part of the globalist, he's, he's his own man, he made his own billions, and he's not connected to them, which other top guys like Gingrich said he said came out and said look Trump is not in our in our club he's he's independent from us now if that is the case if that's really true that he's not and he's he's the lone ranger so to speak I and if the globalists don't want him in and that's what is being said and you can see the propaganda against him is very very strong yes then if they don't want him in so he's not going to get in uh-huh. you know I think they have that much control that they could they could they could do it get not make sure that he doesn't get in mm-hmm. now so far hillary has survived her email server scandal barely by the fbi investigation which i was totally shocked hillary should be in jail right now but the thing was they say that uh, of course this could be a put on too that her health is very bad she had a fall back in 2012 and had a major concussion course she uses that as excuse when she's asked questions by the FBI she says oh I can't remember because I had a concussion you know (laughs) (laughs) but so it's hard to see but I can't see him winning now now this was something that was very interesting that came out recently from the US News and World Report okay they came out with an article Simon and this uh, US News and World Report is mainstream okay Mm -hmm. these are not conspiracy type people who who work at this uh, US News and World Report and they came out and said what if one of the candidates die and they end up delaying the election or cancel it that's a a scenario I did not hear until recently of course people say oh maybe they'll kill Trump there'll be an assassination attempt or they'll degrade him so much that through the propaganda or again you know they'll 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 have control of the voting machines 
You know, and, and Joseph Stalin once was co- quoted as saying, it's not those that vote who decide the election, but yes. those who count the votes. So that's that's the point, is that they're probably already going to rig the machines in if there's an election into uh, her favor. And But the thing is, what if the globalists look at it like this? They think, well, look at Hillary. You know, she's got all these scandals. You know, they're, they're, there's going to be more information released by WikiLeaks. They're going to send out more information that they have. You know, she she is her health is a big question right now. You hardly hear, see her appear anywhere and make speeches right now. So what if the globalists said, "Well, say, look, man, she's she's broken goods. She did what she did. Well, it's time to get rid of her." You know, right. put, let's throw her under the bus, so to speak. <laughs> and then, what if she, what if she dies or become, she can't run or she comes, you know, incapitated in some way? So, what if they come on and say, "Well, look, you know, she's not running. She can't run. Or there's a, or there's a crash, economic crash, or war breaks out, or there's a, you know, maybe some of those major disasters I talked about in the first part, in part one, in the beginning of your show. What if there's a major disaster in the United States and they said, look, you know. 30,000 people are dead, 50, you know, 80,000 people are, you know, having to move to FEMA camps and, you know, there's a major disaster. And they say, well, look, we cannot have an election under these circumstances. Or maybe, you know, there's a, you know, uh, terrorist attacks in some of the major cities in the United States, dirty bombs or whatever, to create that kind of a chaos. So they say, look, we have to suspend the elections and we, either temporarily or long term, therefore Obama stays in power. You know, so these are things they're talking about. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen. This is scenarios that I've read. I think they have credence, but my opinion is I just can't not see if He's not connected with the globalists, and the globalists don't want him in because he's a threat to their new world order. He wants to make America strong. He wants to get rid of the illegals, and he wants to make America great again. That's the opposite of what the globalists want for America. You know, Joe, I read one commentator who speculated that the globalists or the elite, as some call them, or more recently, the deep state, uh, they may let Donald Trump win so that he gets the blame when the crash happens and America goes under, and not Obama and then Clinton, who are backed by the globalists. Yeah, one more point, Sam. First of all, the point that you made, you know, about if he does win a rec- of the election, Trump, that, that's a very good point. I heard the same thing, and that's another possibility. Uh, there's different possibilities out there, and of course, I don't know. Nobody knows for sure. Probably, maybe the globalists do, and of course, the Lord knows. But one thing, there's another side of this too, is that they're saying that Trump recently got saved. Wow! That he asked Jesus in his heart, and a lot of really, yeah, a lot of Christians believe, and I've heard this from different uh, Christian end time radio shows and Christians who've been interviewed, and they believe that Trump might be God's man for the hour to kind of delay things because all these, a lot of these people believe that you know America's Babylon the great the mother of all harlots and and it will see destruction so some are Christians are taking the stance well maybe Trump is God's man and he will get in there and you know bring in godly principles and stop the wickedness and all the hell that's going on in America and and straighten things out and that he would be like a he would be like a Cyrus so to speak you know somebody that comes in to kind of save the day at least on a temporary basis well joe that would be encouraging if in fact donald trump is not part of the new world order or the deep state 
and that he's come out of nowhere and is upsetting their plans. It's easy to think that these guys are all powerful and that absolutely nothing happens without their permission and that they're in total control. But if, and it's a big if, Donald Trump doesn't belong to their club, as Newt Gingrich said, uh, then that would show that they're not as powerful as they think and that one man with God can stand against them if that is indeed the case. Well, I guess time will tell. And it'll be very interesting to see how it plays out. I guess we'll wait and see. Like you say, though, he can get in and then get blamed for everything as well. And that's why they let him come in. That's a good point as well. But there's many scenarios and we won't have long to wait because November, I think the election's around November 4th, around that time period. So we won't have too long to wait to see how the elections play out if they have an election. Well, Joe, we have to stop there as we're out of time. And there's some topics on our list that we didn't have time to talk about, including the ongoing dire situation at the Fukushima nuclear reactors. There's uh, the dangers of Pokemon, the new draconian anti-religious laws in Russia, uh, the unwillingness of many Christian pastors to warn their flocks about the coming 666 technologies and other signs of the end. And there's a couple more that we will cover next time so i'm looking forward to that and having you back again on nightlight very soon joe yes thank you simon uh, for be being on your show once again looking forward to the next one Until the next time, God bless you all. Bye-bye. See you again soon.